0: It's us, Michael and Matakonj. Maticange. So here's the thing. This is actually our first episode of our new year as a podcast. That's How's right. That? How's that sound?
1: Last week, you, yeah. guys, you guys got to hear um, all of our favorite memories of all sorts from the past year. Um, of podcasting and we shared our appreciation for the people that have listened throughout the past year and uh, yeah if uh, if you find at all that you like any of the stuff you hear if you're a newer listener go back and listen to our old stuff yeah Um, But yeah, this is our first episode of a brand new year of The Family Size. We are in season three of The Family Mm -hmm. Size podcast.
0: Still trying to do the math on that one. Because I think like... It's 20 episodes a season. Yeah, and the episode that just came out was like episode 46 or something like that. But
1: we've had a few breaks in between as well.
0: It's just weird though, because I think when episode 47 comes out... It'll have been like 52 weeks of the podcast, but we've had hiatuses in between each season. And it's just weird that that only amounts to five weeks because I feel like it doesn't.
1: No, it- I'm very confused by that. No, that makes sense to me. Okay. Though, cause the first, it it is weird because like between season one and season two, we didn't take a break of of recording, but we took like a month break between posting, Mm. right?
0: Or, I don't know, maybe we just took like a week or two off. Yeah. I'm really not sure. But, anyway, um, I'm still Michael. That is still Madison. We're still the Family Size Podcast. Yes, yes, Uh, yes. We're going to keep, you know, doing this shit, Ear Biscuits style, I guess. You know, even if, you know, it doesn't pop off, we'll have it. You know what I'm saying? To listen back to, we have a record of these conversations that we've had. Correct,
1: Tell, I mean, tell us if, uh, I think Michael has the power to uh have us start recording our faces right at some point at some point if you would like to you know just see us you know in person on a youtube channel or you know little clips on a tiktok or something let us know and we can make little little snippets for you.
0: yeah i would just need to uh find an actual like space for us to like sit and have like a nice background behind us and shit like that the only thing is almost like
1: i think the only place right now would be my music room yeah your music room yeah but then we would have to like we would have to transport a lot
0: yeah because i got my yeah my ring light my camera if i could get
1: if i could get one of these arm mics and one of those focus right things yeah you could just bring the laptop over and we could do it that way right
0: basically yeah, i would just need to probably just bring my webcam and my uh my ring light if we need right, it it would
1: just be easier than yeah. having to disconnect your mic and all that
0: yeah and pack it all up yeah and whatever so um but anyway today is going to be a, is going to be a regular episode last week it was just like all kind of you know commemorating our favorite moments and stuff so we sort of saved our updates um of what happened over the last week so we could share them in this episode so i'll start i think mine's pretty short um it nfl season just started college season did too like a week earlier but i'm like as the years have gone by since i got back into football i've cared less and less about college football each year because like all my favorite college players are in the nfl now and so i'm watching them i.e justin fields and the chicago bears and they had a very embarrassing loss to their rival the green bay packers first game of the season after like all this shit talk like i gotta take this fucking l um it was just like yo you know we had like the most cap space we made all these fucking acquisitions we got all these new guys on the defense and the o-line we got dj moore as a wide receiver like so excited oh and our first games against the packers and it's gonna be their first game they got to play without aaron Rodgers as their fucking quarterback let's fucking go we're gonna whoop their ass.
1: Yeah, but I don't think anybody had it as embarrassing as the Green Bay Packers when, in the first game, Aaron Rodgers goes out with a ankle. No, 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 ankle. no. Wait,
0: wait. Well, I'm almost there. He's not playing okay. for the Packers, though.
1: Oh, okay. Well, whatever. You know. Oh, you. I, I'm God, the football I get, guy. I got confused.
0: Yes, I'm the football. guy. I was guy. like, isn't <laughs> even
1: like the Jets or something? He is. That, okay. He what? Well, here.
0: So, he so was? we. So oh, no. So, so the Bears suffered that embarrassing loss. Like it just got away from us, especially in the second quarter. I think we lost like fucking. 18 points right and it was to jordan love in the fucking packers and it was at home and it was a game in which their new quarterback jordan love he has the same agent and he trains sometimes with our quarterback or the bears i'm not on the team but you know our quarterback justin fields he called them up and it was like yo man last time my mom came to a game it was at a chiefs game and she was literally sitting up, like, in the nosebleeds of the nosebleeds. Like, she was above the fucking clouds. Like, the camera had to zoom in super far to see her. Um, Can you help me out this time?
1: Right.
0: And Justin Fields was like, yeah, you know, you're a packer, but fuck it. I'm a nice guy. And he got his mom some pretty good seats. And his, and so Jordan Law's mom got to sit there and watch him beat the shit out of us. Um, again, I'm not on the team, but I say us. Fuck you. Uh, it wasn't fun to watch, but the Ravens won. They won like 25 to 9 against the Texans, so that was that was good. Our defense is looking pretty good. And what made me feel better was I was streaming Peggle uh, the next night, Monday night, and it was the bills versus the Jets. and it was on a very particular day that is important to the city of New York, let's just say. And Aaron Rodgers, their new quarterback, they've been so psyched, speaking of off-season shit talk just like hell yeah we got Rodgers and you know Rodgers fans who it's weird Aaron Rodgers is like a is a case study like whenever I make my uh, patreon so I can like do like essay videos he's gonna be one of those things and the fact that like the same people that used to hate him because they thought he was so like hippy dippy nonchalant like he'll never be as good as Brady like that sort of shit just thought that he was like a dick as soon as he came out as an anti-vaxxer, they're like his biggest fans now. I
1: know, we've talked about this Even before. though he
0: said, I do not give a fuck about the right. He said, I'm going to say this, and the left is going to crucify me for it, and the right is going to love me, and I don't give a fuck about either. The right just shut that second part out and went, we love Aaron Rodgers. Go Rodgers, because he fucking stands up. Yeah, whatever, shut the fuck up. Um, so he runs out on the field with an American flag to start the game off (laughs) and then here's how the first four plays went once the Jets offense was on the field we handed it off to the running back okay next play we threw it out of bounds okay uh next play we throw an incomplete pass next play we get sacked and rupture our fucking achilles and Get carted off the field and we're out for the fucking season. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. The whole season? The whole se- Maybe his career because he's turning 40 in December and you're, you expect him to fully like recover from a ruptured fucking Achilles tendon. Like when you watch it in slow motion, well, I it was looks all- like someone's so blowing up a water there balloon in his sock. Oh, gross. Yeah. I was
1: only there for like.
0: Were you at mom and dad's house?
1: I was at mom and dad's oh, house when that happened. You know. Yeah, yeah. And dad was watching, and all there was was, like, ankle injury won't be back for the rest of the game. Fuck yeah. That's all I got. The
0: Jets still ended up winning something. They went to overtime, and they returned, like, a punt for a touchdown.
1: Whoever was the second uh, quarterback.
0: Zach Wilson, yeah. He,
1: he should ask for some more money now.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, that he was one of the guys that was drafted. He was one of, like, the four quarterbacks or whatever that got drafted before Justin Fields. Whenever Justin Fields like dropped all the way to number eleven in that draft, and his career, uh, Zach Wilson's career has not panned out very well, but he's once again the starter for the New York Jets for this whole season now because Aaron Rodgers just ate shit after all of that. I love it. I don't care if it makes me sound bad. So like some people are like, oh, I'm not a fan of the guy, but we don't have to. No, I no, fuck it. You y'all, you guys, I've seen this before. Where um, I'm, so I'm not gonna take credit for it. I've seen a tweet that said. In quotes, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And the person's response to that was, Y'all aren't haters for real. I'm a fucking hater. If you know any, if you walk away from this podcast with any information after listening to probably any episode,
1: Michael's that right is now. the
0: vibe you will pick off. I am a hater. I hate Aaron Rodgers. It was funny as fuck to find that out and find out that his career might be over. I don't fucking care.
1: I know, the only thing that you have to think about at that point is whatever comes in your life, if you believe in that kind of stuff. Oh, like karma. Yeah. Because well, this was karma for him, right? I know, but like to then find joy out of his karma, yeah, uh, might bite you in the ass one day.
0: Maybe we'll see. But for now, it's funny. It made me feel better. And here, 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 here's the here's the uh, another thing that made me feel better when I found it out. The person that sacked him when he was trying to twist out of it instead of just either going down or throwing the ball out of bounds, was Leonard Floyd, who in 2016 was drafted by the Chicago Bears. So former Bear, now Bears legend Leonard Floyd may have ended Aaron Rodgers' former Packers fucking career when they were both on different teams. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, Bears are going to be playing the Buccaneers. Speaking of football, to kick off uh the nfl season if you go over to my youtube channel maniacal m-a-n-i c-h-a-e-l yeah m-a-n-i-a-c-h-a-e-l yes uh if you go there i have a new video or like a week old now where i play madden um without using any i can't attempt a field goal and i can't punt So anytime fourth down comes up, I have to have to have to go for it It doesn't matter if I'm standing in my own end zone or whatever. That's the stipulation I play as the Ravens and I play against the Steelers Um, So anytime something goes wrong, I'm even more upset. So if you like seeing people um, Get upset at video games Go check that out. Also Madison little tie-in here Um, family size tie-in we, together, you want to tell them?
1: I can't, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: You're in a video of mine. Oh, yeah. That my just bad. dropped yesterday. I you about <laughs> football. Or, or just I dropped was yesterday what? from when we were recording. Yes, go yeah.
1: over to Maniacal, M-A-N-I-A-C-H-A-E-L, yes. on YouTube, and you will find... A video with me in it where we're reacting to an Amir babiani fucking video.
0: Samir Bob <laughs> Holy Samir fucking shit.
1: Bob Nani video. <laughs> I knew I said, I said that shit with so much confidence. God. Samir Samir Samir. Samir Bob Nani. Bob Nani. Yes. video. Um about a man divorcing his wife over a fart.
0: Yeah, you may have seen the video. It's one of his more popular videos.
1: I had um, never seen it.
0: Madison never seen. Madison never heard of the guy. Um, he's just like an unhinged version of Darman. So it's funny. Even I just said it. We say Darman's name like he's a superhero. We say Darman. That's Darman. I'm pretty sure you say Darman like you would anyone else's name. But anyway, um, that's really my update. Football season started. I'm still uh, doing videos. I found that out about Rogers when I was streaming Peggle um and I think well people won't hear this tonight but I think tonight after Madison goes home I might be streaming some more Peggle Um, if y'all can go follow me over on twitch at twitch.tv slash maniacal I stream over there every now and then and the last weekend of every month I stream on YouTube so the last Friday and Saturday of every month I do a three-hour stream on Friday and usually a four-hour stream on Saturday because recently on um the last Saturday of every month, I've been streaming Resident Evil Four, and I start at four p.m. Central, and I stream for four hours because four. Hell yeah! So yep, that's my my update. i just been like you know, elbow deep, balls deep, neck deep, whatever deep into editing and shit, um, Madison. Madison, 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 what's going on in Man,
1: music, music, music. That's what's going on in my life. I've had gig after gig after glorious gig. You just had one yesterday, didn't you? I did. We played in Mobile for the first time in a very long time. Oh, we? Was <clears> it paid <throat> to pretend this time? Yeah. Not just you? Right. Wow, okay. So, you know, and we're getting, I'm getting all kinds of gigs on all all ends. Um, I have another gig on October 8th at River Rounds. That's a songwriter's gig where a bunch of songwriters get up there and play play rounds, which if you don't know what that means, it's... When multiple songwriters take the stage at the same time and you kind of do this thing where you sit on a stool and you hold your guitar and then when, you know, when it's your turn, you go up and you sing a song, you might talk about it for a second and then you sit down and the person next to you plays and then, you know, so on and so forth and then it comes back around to you again, however long you have to be on stage for. Um, And I love those kind of things because first I don't have to be on stage by myself. Yeah. But, um, also it just, you know, you get to network and I kind of hate using that terminology because I feel like it's less personal. You get to make friends. Yeah. Um, and you get to find out just how talented your community is. Um, and songwriters that are on songwriters festivals for the most part are very talented folks and most songwriters themselves, um, that I've met are very um genuine people Mm -hmm. so it's always a lot of fun and obviously it's fun to get out there and play your stuff and get feedback and and uh you know positive feedback at that is always you know something that just makes your day and that's going to be a lot of fun that's on october 8th down at i think it's called the river shack it's called river rounds Okay. Um, and then I've got a couple more gigs, uh, mid October in uh Pensacola with Page to Pretend again. Dope. Yeah. So we're going, and then one in late October for Fungi Fest. Damn. In, in Fairhope. Nice. So. Which I don't think we've ever played in Fairhope before.
0: We just been busy, busy.
1: Busy, busy. I was getting some art done today. Um, but anyway, the the gig last night was awesome. I mean. We played last out of four acts. The first act was like an acoustic thing, but he had three other people up there with him. One was playing a tambourine. The other one was playing like lead acoustic. He was playing mainly uh, rhythm or like he, they were like both playing good guitar, but I think the other guitarist was just there for like, um, what's the word I used earlier? Embellishment, like just a little bit extra.
0: Emotional support guitar. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then his sister was up there doing harmonies. And then the second act, they're called Saint Social. Y'all, go check out Saint Social. Like, deadass. They are so good. Like, I don't even know what to call them. Like, they like a lot of bands nowadays are starting to get into the synth stuff. So they've got a computer on the stage that plays something also while they're playing. So it, like, sounds awesome almost like you're listening to a record or like a famous band or something Mm
0: -hmm. 80s throwback
1: well it's not really 80s
0: no but i'm just saying like synth coming back into music and uh
1: it's really cool and like i couldn't really describe what they sound like but they sound like somebody that is famous and i don't know they did a version of you know, it's not the same as it was. As it was but like Mary more Stiles. of an electric guitar version, but not like um, hard, hard. It was still, like, it's like, it's like mainstream alt rock. It was really fucking I good. I heard like a
0: funk version of that song. And I know that uh, Rick Astley at a concert did a version of that song It too. was
1: really great. And all their original stuff was fantastic too. And, uh, you know, then uh, the next band was 1211. Once again, if you have not heard 1211, go check them out on Spotify. Twelve Eleven is like this totally nowadays mainstream kind of thing, and he I, I I don't know, and he also the lead singer also plays a hell of a baritone saxophone, mm-hmm. like holy shit, like Michael you gotta go check them out. It's such good fucking music, and then of course we go on. I'm nervous because everybody else is so fucking good, but we go on and like everybody cleared out after Twelve Eleven got off the stage. Yeah, so we played to like. 15 people which sucked yeah but the people that were there were great and it was a lot of fun and you know you all the musicians and the other bands they stayed and watched and it was good and and again once again if i haven't said this we have a song called inside out that we haven't recorded yet and every single, we played it three times now. I and would
0: swallow my pride. I would choke on the rise no. With the No. Why would you do that to me? Because that's what that song is called.
1: Why would you, yeah, but why would you sing somebody else's <coughs> song when I'm trying to promote mine? I don't
0: know. You're promoting other people's music. No, I'm promoting mine. I can't promote Eve Six. <laughs> no, they're
1: already promoted, <laughs> they're already there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a song called Inside Out. Um, and for the three times that we've played it, we have gotten overwhelming feedback about that like last time we played it it was last week yeah um that song's your bread and butter and then the first time we played it this guy this guy uh he uh cried, cried. and th- and, and like it's not even bitch. a sad song and then this time we played it the guy that was in saint social says that song is a fucking single and you've got to get it recorded now okay so, we're really excited about that. Check you out. Um, yeah. And anyway, uh, great stuff. And I wrote a song today. Um, I call it The Stranger. I know that's already like a song. Uh, I don't know what else to call it right now. but
0: That's Billy Joel album. Right? Yeah, Is it a yeah. song too?
1: I think, it ha- I think there's a song by him oh, as well, but cool. I could be wrong. Um, I call it The Stranger. But it's basically like a... A song about the parallels between being homeless and being... And not getting pussy from strug- Madison. Being a struggling... <laughs> why would you do that to me? Again, why are you fucking just intrusive-thoughting me over and over and over Because you hate homeless people. No, I said... I said... <laughs> this song is about the parallels between homelessness or homeless people being homeless and being a struggling musician... And it's like, you know, I understand that, like, being homeless, is that, that's not good at all. That sucks. And it's nowhere near, you know, being a struggling musician is not the same struggle as being homeless. But there are parallels between the two that I found. And I created a song. And it's rather simple. Um, I mean, it's good, but it is rather simple. And um, I've sent it to a few people, and they, you know... I think it's a song that has a good amount of imagery in it where you can kind of see the movie playing in your head. And, yeah, um, that is my update.
0: That's Madison's update. Um, I believe this episode comes out on September 28th.
1: Uh
0: So it's right before October starts. Um, So one more, like, well, plug for this because we got – You know, obviously spooky season coming around the corner for the podcast. I also have it over on my YouTube channel. So one more plug for that. If y'all want to, I'm going to be reacting, like doing like jump scare challenges um, or at least one. (laughs) I'm going to be playing scary video games. So that's going to be the vibe for the entire month of October. And I will have a different background behind me in those streams, at least um, during that month due to the fact that. I am actually, in a week and a half, going to be leaving town. Um, I'm not sure if we've told the audience this yet or not. Um, I don't know if you remember. Probably. I just always forget that we tell You're them We're going to be
1: out of town, and I'm going to be doing stuff by myself.
0: She she has some guests lined up, or at least one guest. I don't know who they are.
1: I've got two. I've got two of my bandmates are going to do one, and then I've got my uh, witchy friend, Carrie, that is going to be – on the podcast telling me how she got started in all this and, mm. um, you know, some of the practices that she does. And That's dope. Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. I
0: hope y'all have fun doing that. So what's going to happen is, um, as I've said before, you know, we all know Alexandra is a brain surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> she's,
1: not a, she's a nurse. So.
0: She's a registered nurse. Um, R-N-B-S-N, you know, she's a fish. She's official. She's not a, a, a fish. I'm not married to a, a fish. But she is a Pisces. So she is up in another state right now, up in the north, uh, doing her nursing thing, making that bag, being my sugar mama. And she's actually going to come down and have a little girls' trip uh, with her, you know, with our nieces and her sister and her mom. And then she's going to swing back through Mobile, pick Riley and me up, and take us back up there with her for the last four weeks of this contract. Um and we're gonna do some cool shit, man. So like I'm still gonna bring my stuff, so I'll still be able to run my channel, but I won't be on the podcast. Madison has guests for that, but we've recorded basically every episode of Spooky Season just about in advance. So I think there's that'll one be us.
1: Episode of Spooky Season that hasn't been recorded, which
0: I think we're gonna be recording that next next week. next okay. week.
1: So then um we'll talk about dates i think you already sent me the dates but is it is it behind now because of the lost recording are we on track after we do this
0: uh we're on track after we do this because we'll be back to two weeks ahead of time
1: that's right okay almost beginning of october to fill
0: hell yeah so
1: for the for the end of october or some shit
0: yeah we got a cool trip plan like when she's not working we're gonna take some days off and um, I'm gonna get to see a bears game live on our fucking 10th anniversary. Just amazing day. She has that planned out. Um, we're gonna go to the uh, Pacific Northwest. We're gonna we plan to go see Forks, you know, um, which was the place where Twilight, a lot of Twilight was based. Um, so we you know we're really looking forward to doing that. We're going to have stops in, like, each state kind of on the way there to look at some landmarks and stuff. And it's going to be great. After that, she's going to, like, meet mom and dad somewhere to give me back because they offer her an extension. So, oh! Yeah, after I'm with her for, like, a month, I'm basically be with her the entire month of October. It's, so like, four weeks or so. She's going to give me back to mom and dad. They're going to bring me back down to Mobile. And she's going to be gone for another, I think, three or four weeks. And then she's going to come home. And she'll be home for December, so she's not going to miss Christmas or anything like that.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's pretty great. So,
0: shout out to Alexandra. You out shout there, out to Alexandra. You're doing Which, that thing, I, baby.
1: Look, when I went back and listened to If You Said Alexandria, I don't know if you did, but it really sounded like you said Alexandria. That's crazy. It is crazy. She
0: didn't say anything about it unless that was the episode we recorded a couple of days ago and she hadn't heard it yet.
1: Oh, I don't know. But I'm not sure.
0: she'll let me know if I said that. She uh, thought it, I said it, that one time, and I didn't. It might
1: just sound like, it might just be like, you know, something got caught in your throat or something. Like, you know, when you, like, kind of, like, glitch when you're in the middle of speaking. Yeah. But it, it kind of did sound like Alexandria. Because hmm. I've always been,
0: I've always, like, I've always been able to empathize with people having their names, like, said or spelled wrong. Because for some reason, there's just this, like, mass confusion over how to spell the third most common name in this fucking country yeah
1: but think about that like michael if you if you look at it like we know how to spell it because it's your name and it's dad's name
0: and it's michael jackson and michael jordan and like very the archangel michael but
1: if but if people just know that and they're never really looking at its importance of the name michael in the way that like they're never having to write it down or anything yeah. Then when somebody says spell Michael that I think it's just that A E L that freaks people it out. It is and so it's sometimes E A
0: L. Some some people's legal name is that because their parents want to name their kid Michael, but they went through their whole lives not knowing how to spell it and then they name their kid E A L. Yeah. Which, you know, technically it yeah. is a Mikil. Hebrew it's a Hebrew name, Mikael, right? And it has different spellings and different pronunciations in different countries. Like if you go, you know, in the Baltics and stuff like that it's like M I K H A I L it's like Mikhail it's like or Mikhail um depending on where you go if you go in like Spanish speaking countries you have Miguel which is basically their equivalent but you know over here and you know
1: then there's Michelle English yeah which is as well. in French Fran- yeah. in France
0: like um Mon- Mon Saint Michelle is like mountain like mountain of Saint Michael or whatever um so yeah but it, it was always just funny so I would get like, that's not how you spell my fucking name, bro.
1: My name gets then, fucked up all the time, too, though. Did which you is know a, that?
0: Maybe more people have dyslexia than we think. Well, it could I be think that.
1: There, nowadays there's so many ways to spell Madison. And one of the biggest oh, ways yeah, is always yeah. with the t- double D. So, M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N. Uh-huh. Now it's become M-A-D-Y-S-O-N. Or S-Y-N. M-A-D-I-S-Y-N. M-A-D... It's like I S E N. Like, mad is son. Like, it's not that fucking Mad hard.
0: is on. We would always say that. Her mad is on. She's yeah. always mad when she's a kid. Yeah. But just say, I was born in 93. You think that was before this trend of, like, you know, putting an E-I-G-H in every fucking name that you can and, like, all this weird shit. So, um. anyway, so I had that sort of feeling already. So, I've always been very like conscious of how people's names are said how they're spelled how they're pronounced and i always want to do that correctly um so when alexandra and i first off didn't really like each other that much we've talked about this uh when we were you know in our class um in our humanities class together there was one day where she was she had some sass about something um which that has never changed (laughs) and I said her name back to her with whatever my response was. She's like, there's no I in my name. And I said, I didn't say it with one because I knew I fucking didn't. And <laughs> she looks back on that moment. And she's like, right after you said that, I realized you didn't. And I just wanted to fucking melt into the floor. I did not want to be in that room anymore. I wanted to disappear. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyway, shout out. Shout out to my wife.
1: I'm sick of this now.
0: No, we already you.
1: shouted out Alex. No, a I didn't get ago. to finish
0: the shout out. For what? I love you. Oh. I appreciate <laughs> oh you. Oh my god. I know you're probably at work right now listening to this, and I just want to let you know you got this and keep up the good work. And now we can get into the rest of the podcast. I'm
1: puking in the corner. I hope you are. Puking you. in the corner. What is that song? I don't fucking know. That's not a song. <laughs> That's not a song. Yes, it is.
0: I don't listen to songs about puke. It doesn't actually
1: say puking in the corner. Freak. (laughs) Are you
0: talking about REM? Yes. Dumbass. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's me in the corner. That's That's, me in the spotlight, losing my religion, trying to keep an eye on you, and I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Oh, no, I've said too much. i set it up.
1: Okay. All right, let's get into some other shit, shall All we? All
0: right, what are we getting into, buddy?
1: We are going to talk about conspiracy theories on dead celebrities not actually being dead. Okay. Are you into it?
0: Sure. There's lots of different directions we can go with this topic, Oh, yes. So oh, I'm yes. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yes, me too. Let's do it. All right, so I figured maybe the fake death part might not last long enough since our intro only lasts about 30 minutes. Um, so we're going to start with celebrity death conspiracies.
0: Conspiracy theories?
1: Yes. I've got, I've got a, a list from Mojo. Oh, okay. Of the top 20 celebrity death conspiracy theories. All right. So number 20 is John Lennon.
0: What's the conspiracy theory around that?
1: Um, so the world stopped and grieved on the night of December 8th, 1980, uh, when it learned that John Lennon had died. So that whole thing was Mark David Chapman, uh, who was a psycho Luna, loony bin boy. Um, he, that earlier that morning... had No a,
0: disrespect to people with mental illnesses. No, no, no this is... No, just him. <laughs> just Specifically.
1: Him. All right. Um, he... Uh, Shot him. Well yes, but he earlier that day had uh asked him for his autograph because he got like I don't know, it was weird. It was like he loved John Lennon so much and he also like thought Catcher in the Rye was fucking talking to him or some shit about like he was reading it and he was like, This is telling me to kill John Lennon.
0: Oh, like, this is my life. Yeah. J- uh, Catching the Rabbi J.D. Salinger. Isn't that what he got? He got John Lennon to sign that book, didn't he?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Either that or a record. I don't know. And okay. then later that night, uh, he supposedly uh, shot and killed John Lennon. And the doctor even said that a man that had, you know, won over the world with his uh, singing, now, you know, his vocal cords had been shot through, kind of a thing. Uh But, um, after returning home from a recording session, Lennon was infamously shot in the back, uh, by Mark David Chapman. It's a pretty clear cut and readily accepted story. Regardless, it has been, it has resulted in a few conspiracy theories. Some believe that Chapman was a patsy who, uh, used and brainwashed by the CIA, uh, which wished to assassinate Lennon due to his outspoken left-wing ideals uh, others think Chapman is totally innocent, including author Salvador Astrucia, okay. uh, who argues that forensic evidence absolves Chapman of of the crime. In any case, John Lennon won't be the only Beatle on this list. And we
0: know about the other one, but I'm excited to talk about that. But uh, so that one,
1: I don't know. I know that they talked about
0: it was crazy that what I heard was that the first bullet missed... And then that the next five all hit very important parts and that basically his heart, where the bullets went through, basically disconnected his entire heart from his body. Yep. Which is fucking crazy, which would imply some sort of stance, some sort of level of accuracy, or just a freak accident. I don't fucking know. He was able to climb up the stairs and tell whoever was home with him at that time that he'd been shot. Wasn't Mark in the Um, military? maybe that might be where he got that but i know people like that was one of the parts of the conspiracy that was like this was too accurate right um the other thing about that i would not call john lennon left wing like
1: back then i think it would have been called that but maybe like, it was like, just like
0: if you're talking about like the american overton window and what the overton window is is basically the reason they call it a window is because it it shifts and in the united states we have our idea based on where the window sits, like where the middle of it is and what the right and left is, and then other countries have theirs. But, I mean, you know, John Lennon made a lot of, you know, all the shit he was saying was like, whatever, it's going to be fine. Just like, he was more like peace and love than like, you know, left-wing, like, politics, really. He was kind of like, I don't know, like almost centrist, pacifist type. But anyway, so I don't think that he would be the target of an assassination by, like, any sort of government.
1: Go Number ahead. 19 is Sam Cook. All right. Um, often called the King of Souls, Sam Cooke was popular in the 1950s and early 60s, but on December 11th, 1964, uh, Cooke was shot and killed by a motel manager. Oh. Allegedly, Cooke took a woman named Aly- uh, Alyssa or Eliza Bow- Boyer uh, to the motel and assaulted her. She oh, damn. then uh, escaped, and Cooke violently confronted the motel manager who shot Cook in self-defense. Cook's family and fans reject this version of uh, events, however, uh, and have put forth various theories. Some believe that Cook was violently attacked by several people, Mm. uh, with singer Etta James stating that his body had suffered horrific, unexplained injuries. Mm. Uh, Others claim that Cook's manager, Alan Klein, might have even had him killed so far neither of those theories have been corroborated do
0: we know what year this was
1: 1964 and and so here's that would make sense what i always thought it was was that he was in a room with prostitutes or sex workers uh at the time called prostitutes and uh i thought it was more than one but i guess just one sex worker and um And I thought there was, like, a setup where they knew who they were going with and they were, like, taking him for his money.
0: Oh, But I
1: don't know if I'm mistaking that for something else or what. But it is kind of wild that his body suffered horrific, unexplainable injuries if all he was was shot.
0: Well, based on the decade this happened in, I could see – Cause Sam Cooke was a black man, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I could see that, especially as a successful, well-known, and we know where like his his whereabouts. You know, um, unexplained injuries that like I maybe don't end up in the police report or just don't go anywhere. Um, being accused of sexual assault, which leads to your murder, very fucking common back then, and even you know not as common these days, but it still happens these days so i could see that i could see that but yeah. if the story is true good um like if the if the told story is true good but based on the fact that you say this is 1964 i'm kind of leaning towards believing etta james and the gang on oh that yeah one. for sure yeah i don't think etta would lie to me no
1: number 18 bobby fuller this rock singer found top 10 success with a cover of the crickets i found the law i fought the law i fought the law my bad okay Uh, The single was released in uh, late 1965. On the following July 18th, Fuller was found dead inside a parked car, and the medical examiner uh, tentatively blamed gasoline vapors for his death. Fuller's death is officially labeled a fatal accident. Mm -hmm. However, various far-reaching conspiracy theories have been put forward, forward by people who don't buy it. Fuller's bandmates Jim... Reese, uh, band mate Jim Reese, uh, believed that Charles Manson had something to do with it, despite being in prison at the time. And <laughs> others suspect that Fuller was killer due was killed due to personal connections with mafia with the mafia. It's likely that we'll never know.
0: Those are like two of the main.
1: It's always things like that, that went
0: around back then, because like there was such a hysteria around the Manson family murders that it was like. It was either Manson or it was you had ties with the mob. <laughs> that was always a thing back right. then. That's funny. Um, like, people say the mob killed JFK, I think.
1: This one I've heard about before. So, number 17, Avril Lavigne, who's the first one on here that isn't actually dead. Oh,
0: is this one of those clone things? Yeah. I wanted to talk about the clone shit. So, let's All just right.
1: clarify that Avril Lavigne is not dead. The 2000s pop icon is alive and thriving, but not according to some.
0: Here's something to fuck you up, though. Uh,
1: hold on. Let me go through this first. I just
0: want to tell you about a song of hers.
1: Let me go through this first.
0: <sighs> Madison has ADHD.
1: A few fans are adamant that the Avril Lavigne we see today is actually a woman named Melissa Vendella. It's not. According to the conspiracy, the real uh, Lavigne passed away after the release of her debut album, Let Go. Uh, but the record company didn't want to stop the gra- uh, the gravy train. So she was replaced with a body double to fool the public and continue her musical legacy. The main evidence surrounding the conspiracy is Levine's changing physical appearance, supposed um, subliminal messages in later songs, and the word Melissa written on her hand in a photo shoot. As, expe- as expected, Levine has continuously denied the conspiracy. You go ahead, Noel.
0: Um, Has she been asked about it? And why would she tell...
1: Right, that's what it said. as she it, was... Michael, as expected...
0: That's what I'm saying. But, like, why the fuck would anyone even ask her a question like that? That's dumb. Can you stop attacking my I dog? I didn't.
1: I went... I, I literally did this, and he jumped.
0: Well, he's jumpy. Anyway, um... No, I was just gonna say that... Um, her... You know those... Her first album, those two singles, which were Skater Boy and, uh, Complicated? Yeah. Right? Right? Twenty years old twenty 20 years
1: right is that what you were gonna say that was gonna fuck me up yes no I already knew that
0: whatever it's fucking weird okay the shit is twenty years old
1: uh Tupac Shakur
0: there's tons of conspiracy theories about number that.
1: sixteen on September seventh nineteen ninety six hip hop icon Tupac Shakur Shakur uh was shot in a Las Vegas uh drive by. He died six days later. Oh, I thought he died on the spot for some reason. I thought he died like right then. In the car. I thought there was like video footage of him having all these kind of bullet wounds in his fucking chest.
0: Biggie died on the spot. I think Tupac somehow got to the hospital, but he was basically like he, basically, he yeah, he basically died. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So. Two Crip gang Crips gang members, uh, were named in an affidavit, including Dwayne Davis, who later said that his nephew Orlando Anderson was the shooter. Mm -hmm. However, countless conspiracy theories exist in regards to Tupac's death and even survival. Some believe that the shooting was ordered by either music executive Suge Knight, which I could totally believe.
0: I also wouldn't because Tupac was his bread and butter.
1: Yeah, but Suge Knight's a fucking mean mean ass man. I think he actually I think he just got out of prison within the last couple of years. Or the notorious BIG, uh others mm. believe that Tupac is actually alive and faked his death and moved to Cuba. And as is often the case with conspiracy theories, some believe that the CIA is involved. Regardless, Tupac's death may forever remain contentious. So yeah, there's a lot about Tupac um and especially him living in Cuba. There are people that have come out, like there's actual interviews where people are like, Tupac's not fucking dead. Like, there's this other artist out there that is under the name something or other. I don't fucking remember. And that's fucking Tupac. Like y'all sitting here talking about like that sounds so that's fucking Tupac. He's just he I've, just doesn't want to be a part of this shit. I've I've I think
0: I've listened to that guy too, and there's that, I mean, that could just be, you know, someone impersonating him. I mean, there's like a rapper named Dennis D. N. A. C. E. And people used to, like, just take his songs and upload them to YouTube and be, like, new Eminem song leaked. Because the guy, he rapped a lot like Eminem. Like, when I was first getting into Eminem and, like, I could be fooled that way, I thought, like, three different songs were his that were not his fucking songs. But, yeah, the Tupac thing, it's definitely weird because...
1: There's pictures Before, out there where people are saying, that's fucking Tupac, and it's yeah. so crazy that it looks so much like him.
0: It is weird, because he'd be in his 40s or 50s by this point, yeah. and um, there's, yeah, there's a picture of, like, a guy, I think it said like, that he was in Cuba, and he looked a lot like what Tupac would look like if he was older at this point, um, but I don't know about CIA, I think FBI is, like, a big suspect there, Yeah, and one reason why these sort of conspiracies sprout up and persist and why some of them i kind of like bend my ear to right you know i'm not just gonna fully say oh anytime someone has an idea that's different than the official story they're fucking wrong right um tupac talked in his music a lot about who his enemies were he talked about being watched by the government you know being set up going to prison like um, he was the son of a Black Panther, you know, and they didn't have like a great track record with, you know, their run-ins with the with the government and especially the FBI who carried out assassinations against their members. So I could – that's why I could see that. I could see it, and he talked about it like up to his death. Like the albums that came out right before he died, he was like, they got me under surveillance, but I'm knowing. Right. It was in one of his biggest fucking songs. And then after he died – Like, right after he died, um, they put out, they went ahead and put out the album, um, The Seven Day Theory, Don Columinati, and he went under the name Machiavelli, and there's also a lot of shit in that album that is very, like, ominous and eerie, right? And then, like, he's had uh, posthumous albums that have come out, Um, Eminem produced one of them, and some of them, like, lines that are said, it's like,
1: you're not dead,
0: that sounds like you would have recorded it around the time that the album came out, like the shit that you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, I could see it. And honestly, I hope that the one where he's actually alive is true. Um, it would, you know, but you know, we'll never know. I don't think that's something that we'll ever get to know. Um, and if he is alive, I hope he's living his life in peace somewhere. So
1: number 15, Steve jobs. The famous co-founder and CEO of Apple passed away on October 5th, 2011? Yeah. I don't feel like it was that long ago. Holy shit. Yeah. From pancreatic cancer. He was only 56 years old. Nearly eight years after his death, a photo began spreading around the internet that had everyone convinced of his continued survival. The photo showed a balding, gray-haired man sitting in a plastic chair outside, and the man admittedly bears a striking resemblance to the late Jobs. It's just a white guy that's balding. The sneaky photo was reportedly taken in Egypt, leading many to believe, whether seriously or not, that Jobs is alive and well. Unfortunately, this is simply a case of one man looking a lot like another. So let me look look up this video. I don't think it would be hard
0: to look like Steve Jobs.
1: I don't know why he would need to fake a death.
0: That too, right? Unless, like... Bill Gates was planning to have him fucking assassinated or some shit for no reason. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Um, oh,
1: it showed this.
0: And why would he be sitting in a plastic chair? Yeah, that's not him.
1: That's not him.
0: That, that I, I, can tell you right now, it doesn't look like him. No. That guy's different facial I mean, features. It, he's got a different hair looks, pattern. I know,
1: but it looks similar. It's just yeah. not him. A
0: balding guy with glasses thinking. Right? right. He's got his hand to his mouth and he's thinking. People,
1: go, oh, that's the guy. No.
0: Right. Not the fucking guy, so that's funny.
1: Number fourteen, Michael Jackson, who we will forever have in our brain the the date burned into us, right? Oh uh, yeah, what was this? My eleventh birthday, no, right? Two thousand eight or nine? Two, okay, 2009. two thousand nine. I thought we had this. Oh, down so pat? it was
0: my twelfth birthday. We were on our way to the sh- is it the shed this barbecue place, and it was before we had one a mobile, I think. So we were going to Mississippi. Um we were like passing the sign for the shed or something and someone mom or dad got a notification on their fucking blackberry that said uh michael jackson had died and we all had to kind of like sit with that for a minute and then go on about celebrating my birthday it was kind of weird having another michael die especially another prominent
1: michael on my birthday so the world lost music's biggest icon on june 25th 2009 and farrah fawcett by the way same day When the King of Pop died of cardiac arrest in his L.A. mansion, his personal physician, Conrad Murray, uh, was convicted of involuntary manslaughter as he had incorrectly administered various drugs to help Jackson sleep. Mm -hmm. Murray spent two years in prison, but many people, including Jackson's own daughter, believe that there is more to the story. Uh, Paris Jackson claims that her father's death was a setup orchestrated by people out to get him however she declined to explain who the people are she don't want to get got uh jackson's old advisor leonard rowe uh told radar online that jackson was assassinated for his music catalog worth approximately one billion dollars so there's like he was very he was pretty outspoken as outspoken as he could be about sony um being the owner basically of his music Sony is a dick. Yeah, dude. Sony's Sony's scary too, dude. Like, like I, I, okay. So I had a
0: fucking run-in with Sony recently. A video that's private, I haven't even. It ha, it's not gonna upload until like the twentieth of October. I'm reacting to scary movie scenes. Okay, spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, in the future, I'm having a video where I'm reacting to scary movie scenes, and every other movie, like I got like a copyright thing on it, not a strike. And the video is still private i'm like how the fuck and i go through and every other movie has like a green check mark to it that says no impact we don't give a fuck that you're showing our movie the one fucking movie that got the fucking copyright thing on it that was like you're not gonna be able to monetize this in the future or we're gonna be on your ass uh was insidious which sony is fucking tied to yeah they are dicks about that shit dude
1: well they they ran michael jackson's life yeah and so there's plenty of conspiracy theories about him being um, – this one just says that he's dead, but there's plenty that say that he faked it. There are, there are videos, you know, quote-unquote videos that show him walking out of the ambulance that he was supposed to be in. That would be crazy. Um, <laughs> just it walk is, out it the is, fucking ambulance. I mean, it's kind of it's weird looking. Did he looking. moonwalk out of the ambulance? <laughs> no, he just walked out, but, you know, they did That's all the, That's how I know like, it's not him. he moonwalk. They did all the, like – Covering him up and everything, but you could like see it for just half a second, type of thing. And then there's stuff about how like he he used to talk about how he would go out in public by putting on all this elaborate kind of like uh uh disguise effect Disguises. makeup, special yeah. effect makeup. And um, one of these people mm. that he uh, had befriended when he was younger was this burn victim. Yeah, I don't remember his name. It's like a it's a funny like it's a not a funny name, like make fun of him, but it's like not his real name. Okay, that he goes by. And it's like you know something, Mickey. You know, it's like a a nickname. Okay, uh, and he's he's very you know he was very affected in his in the whatever fire he was a part of. And um, it showed like people at uh, Jackson's funeral. And it showed like this one guy that just did not look like his fucking face was actually real. Like it looked not, not this burn victim guy. Cause people are saying that, that, that he's going around now, um, sometimes looking like that guy. Okay. But they're saying, uh, you know, if you go and you look at the funeral footage that there's this guy that looks like he is fully done in, um, prosthetic makeup, um, that they're saying could be him, uh, so, I mean, as we go through this, you'll notice that there's, like, plenty of people uh, that, uh, when they're icons, they faked their death, right? It's not just that they because Sam Cooke didn't fake his death. That doesn't exist, right? Oh, uh, I know. I don't think so. But Michael Jackson faked his death, quote-unquote. Tupac faked his death. We all know about Elvis— Anyway, Elvis faked his death. Uh, I've never heard that one. You've never heard that one? No, I just heard he died on the show. Oh well, okay. We'll,
0: but we'll get there. Yeah, I think in some ways, sometimes they have credence, but sometimes they sprout up just because people, people don't are such, believe. Yeah, they're such huge fans of this person. It comes out of nowhere, and they can't accept it. So you know that stage of grief, denial, leads to a lot of these conspiracies. He's like, no, that can't be what happened. He had to have. He had to have faked it. I want to believe somewhere in my heart that he's okay. Right. So, you know.
1: Uh, number 13, Paul McCartney, which that one has always creeped me out more than anything. Fall. Because of because of Paul's Dead, the voice that they say is George Harrison in that documentary, mm-hmm. just, uh, like it just creeps me out so bad because the way that they did the Paul's Dead documentary, Yeah, especially if you like the Beatles a lot, is just, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, it's like, ooh, gross. It's, it's pretty, like, I don't some know. Some of the
0: shit, when you go back and listen to some of the shit when you're an adult, it's like, that's fucking goofy. Like, when he said, and then this was part of it, was, oh, due to the car crash that Paul was in, like, his, something ended up in his face, it looked weird, his teeth were fucked up, and, um... Ringo or someone that was there said, oh, he looks like a walrus. For some reason, they felt like saying that out loud. And then John Lennon started like beating the shit out of them and going, no, I'm the walrus. I'm the walrus. Like, and I'm George Harrison voice is saying this. And I and think the
1: weirdest they're voice. saying that
0: then that song came out after that due to that. Like they're trying to send these secret yeah. messages about Paul actually being dead. So, know.
1: Sir Paul McCartney is one of the two surviving members of the Beatles, but according to the pr- uh, prominent urban legend that sprung up in the 1960s, McCartney actually died a lo- or long before his late bandmates. Uh, prominent uh, claims that McCartney perished in a car crash shortly after the album release of Revolver. Um, not wanting to upset the public, uh, McCartney was quickly replaced with a lookalike. Fans scoring the Beatles' work had found so-called subliminal messages in their songs and album covers. The Beatles' press office was quite vocal in its defense, calling the legend a load of old rubbish, yep. um, and refer uh, referring to its believers as "quote unquote nuts." Um, <laughs> the rumors are the rumor was put to bed after a much, a very much alive McCartney. Was featured in Life magazine in November 1969. Okay, that doesn't put a rumor to rest.
0: Not really. I mean, but
1: like it. You but can't... they show like pictures of young Paul McCartney and then like just slightly older Paul McCartney. Not even like forties, but like a couple years after. It was like, oh, this is before the wreck, and this is after the wreck. And I, I will admit, like I don't believe Paul McCartney's dead. No. But I will admit that those pictures, like he had to do a quite a bit of like maturing in his face or something because like and his, drugs and cigarettes yeah, like and alcohol his yeah. eyes look different like it he does look different yeah um so and i touring. understand and then of course everyone if you know anything about the beatles knows that the al- the abbey road album cover where he's not wearing any shoes is supposed to be a sign Right,
0: Like he's dead, John's the priest I think George is the grave yeah. Grave digger or whatever And then Ringo's
1: one of the pallbearers Yeah, the
0: pallbearer, the undertaker or some yeah. shit um, Yeah, maybe that's what they were going for But I don't know um, And I've listened to songs by Wings Right, and I've listened to Some new Paul McCartney music It's hard to fake Paul McCartney's voice and <clears throat> his songwriting It really is Like you can give someone plastic surgery I guess And make them look like him But how are you going to get them to harmonize with George and John the same way, right? How are you going to get them to write the same types of songs, Um, especially when he went into, again, when he went into Wings and didn't have the Beatles behind him and had that same sort of Paul McCartney soul, right? I don't, I don't think so. I I don't. You can't just pluck some guy up and give him plastic surgery and have him live a life, or live a lie the rest of his fucking life and his family never fucking speaks up about it and Paul's family never speaks up about it and he sounds just like Paul McCartney and writes the same types of songs and everything i don't i don't believe that one
1: number 12 is Bob Marley okay the death of this reggae legend was hard to accept in Ju- in July 1977 was the same year that uh, Elvis died uh, Marley was diagnosed with an aggressive what year? 1977
0: Oh, it was that late th- yeah. in the '70s that Elvis died. Uh-huh. Shit. In okay. July
1: 1977, Marley was diagnosed with an aggressive skin uh, cancer under his toenail, uh, which, within three years, spread to the rest of his body. Why did he cut his toe off? Leading to his death at just 36. Fans couldn't accept the explanation, and the conspiracy led to where they seemingly always led the CIA. The story goes that a CIA agent named Bill Oxley infected Marley with cancer through a pair of Converse sneakers. He reportedly did so because the CIA didn't want Marley starting a revolution.
0: He wouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) Despite the story not making a ton of sense, it nevertheless received traction and in 2018 was shared by the likes of T.I. and Busta Rhymes. That's crazy
0: guys always got some weird shit to say honestly but um, I don't know again now Bob Marley did have an attempt on his life before he actually died just like George Harrison did it was weird they both had this thing where like someone attacked them they survived and then later on they died from like cancer or some shit sucks but no I don't think you can first of all I don't think you can catch cancer um, especially not from a shoe especially not in 1977 like how advanced do we think shit is second of all again i would think if the powers that be are trying to prevent a revolution they would love it if very famous musicians were only preaching about peace be peaceful don't you know don't worry about having guns and fighting just calm down everything's going to be all right they would love that because people that are only ever smoking weed and sitting around not fighting for anything are never going to wage revolution they
1: are gonna wage a revolution if they do things like unions do and they stop working
0: that maybe
1: yeah but Peaceful those guys never got protest like in different ways yeah
0: that super into that right. level of uh, politicalness that I don't I don't think either of those dudes would have led to any sort of like revolution against the system that would be very effective
1: number so. 17 or number 11 is Andy Kaufman which I think uh, Jim Carrey played. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. I, was,
0: I was trying to think. Wait, I know that name. Who the in fuck is life, that? In life,
1: this quirky comedian often enjoyed pulling fast ones on, well, everybody. Yeah. So when Andy Kaufman permanently disappeared in 1984, supposedly due to lung cancer, the world refused to believe the uh, the official account of his death. Andy's last girlfriend and his own brother seem to have conflicted stories. Uh, but whatever you believe about Kaufman's death, no one can deny that a decades-long hoax would have been so Andy. Um, <laughs> he allegedly even said that if he were to fake his death, he would return 20 years later, uh, which would have been in 2004. You know, maybe he's probably just enjoying some rest and relaxation in Albuquerque. Maybe. Um, yeah, and if you haven't seen the like documentary about when Jim Carrey... Played Andy Kaufman,
0: so he was in the documentary, and then he had another documentary about his experience being in that documentary.
1: Yeah, something weird was—is that how that was? I believe so. Okay, I thought it was like a movie based on Andy Kaufman. He was, he played
0: Andy Kaufman. It was, but it was like it was a documentary, but it was like movie style, right? Oh, okay. So
1: whatever you would call that, and it seemed, and he said like, it got so bad, like everybody was like, the producer, the director was like like hated jim carrey by the end of it like jim carrey had just become such a method actor in that moment that it was like it was aggravating
0: i could see it there's obviously i'm not an actor but there's actually lots of disputes amongst actors in that community about like method actors and how annoying they can be to work with well it's starting
1: to become a thing where they're they're trying to make it to where you don't need to do that yeah because it can fuck your shit up and yeah. I think I think actually Jim Carrey went through something after that, you know he's different now.
0: Yeah, I think that that, that that's what his documentary was about was like yeah. what that, what that did to him. I could sort of see it with a character like Andy Kaufman, because it would be, it's kind of hard, because um, he was on that same level as that. Oh hi Mark, you know I'm talking about the room. Tommy Wiseau. Uh uh-uh. oh. It's sort of like that sort of thing where it's like you really gotta like be in character for that. But I think like I don't know. I'll leave that to the actors to decide if that's something they need to Real do. Quick, but let don't. me
1: interject here. Yesterday somebody went, ha ha. What is that from? I know you know. That's the mask. Thank you. God. She did that, and I was like, I remember that like nothing else. Like, ha ha. Look, Ma, I'm roadkill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's right. All right, number ten, John Bene Ramsey. Oh God, I love this one. You love it? Yeah, I do. God, all that shit
0: is so disturbing. She man. died
1: on my birthday. Really? Yeah. Um, but some people think she didn't die at all. Uh, what happened to this American child beauty queen? Uh, that's crazy that you said it like that. Shocked the <laughs> nation in nineteen ninety six and continues to fuel debate and conspiracy. The case remains unsolved, which certainly doesn't help, and while some conspiracies are more grounded and based in reality, others are a little more out there and, let's face it, a little disrespectful. One theory claims that Ramsey didn't actually die and grew up to become Katy Perry. No, she didn't. This theory was given further prominence in 2017 when Billy Eichmann, Eichmann, uh, Eichmann, I think. Eichmann yeah, I think confronted so. Perry about it at the VMAs from Billy on the Streets from a, a Billy on the Street segment.
0: That guy. Um,
1: it it's a bizarre theory, and a quick Google search shows that the timeless uh, timelines don't even add up, as Perry was twice Ramsey's age at the time of her death. Hmm. Jimmy Hoffa.
0: Yeah. Okay. I know that one.
1: While the average person may not may not know what this man actually did for a living, many have uh, thought his body was buried under Giant Stadium. As the leader of the Teamsters Union, Jimmy Hoffa was known to uh, anger a few people, and according to the legend, the mob took care of the problem. Who exactly? Well, it's become quite popular to claim responsibility for the hit. It's an awfully trendy, uh, trendy deathbed confession among mobsters. If you believe notorious hitman Richard Kuklinski, um, he's the man responsible for Hoffa's earthly departure. Can we just all agree that Jimmy Hoffa could only have been killed once?
0: What does that mean? So
1: appara- Well, apparently mobsters, as they... On their deathbed, continue to say that they're the one that killed Jimmy Hoffa.
0: Oh, that's Jimmy fine. Hoffa. Yeah, they say that. Um, someone said that the ghost of Jimmy Hoffa is what fucked up Aaron Rodgers because they believe that he's like buried under MetLife Stadium, which is technically in New Jersey, and this was like a New York. Well, everybody said
1: it's so. Giant Stadium.
0: Oh, back then I get oh like the baseball
1: stadium. That I, I don't might be know. I
0: might be fucking wrong because there's. The New York Giants, and then there's the New York Football Giants, and they share MetLife Stadium in, I think it's like Rochester, New Jersey, which is like close to New York, but it's not New York with uh, the Jets. They have the same
1: stadium. Anyway, who's next? Number eight is Jimmy or Jim Morrison. From The Doors. Yes. All right. If you were around in the late 1960s and had the opportunity to hang with the lead singer of The Doors, he probably seemed more like a regular dude than somewhat of a mythical unicorn figure. But a shady death always leads to conspiracy theories, especially when the person in question supposedly died in a Parisian bathtub. Although the cause of death was stated as heart failure, no autopsy was ever performed, causing some to think Jim faked his own death. Okay. Uh, and others to claim that he overdosed in the bathroom at of a nightclub.
0: That would make more sense. Um,
1: well, the nineteen seventies were definitely a bit hazy for some, and the conspiracy theorists continue to search for clarity.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the band itself was named after like a book or something about like the doors to the to the soul or something like that. It was like a book about. I think psychedelics, and he was definitely into psychedelics from what I know about him. So that that would make sense. I don't know why an autopsy would have not been performed, but autopsies aren't always performed. No. Not like, you don't always like dig into people's body cavities if they just like died of a heart attack or yeah, something like
1: that. Yeah, but like, that, and that's the thing, like back then there were so many drugs being used, like drug use was big back then, especially yeah. with musicians, that... If if, somebody, if a coroner came into the room to, you know, see that the body is dead, there has to be a coroner there, right? Um, to pronounce him dead. Yeah, pronounce yeah, him to dead. To
0: officially say this is a dead body, yeah.
1: There's, there's no reason why, if it's drug overdose or something like that, that there shouldn't be some sort of signs of it in some cases. So if no autopsy was done, it was either because the family said no. And maybe, you know, like, if you know your family and you know your fa- like one of your family members to be a drug addict and then they die all of a sudden, you're probably not gonna want an autopsy unless you're denying the fact that drugs could have been it, Yeah, it depends a part. on depends on how
0: they're found. Sometimes autopsies oh, like yeah. if foul play is suspected or if like no no cause can be determined just by analyzing like the outside of the body or whatever, I guess. They might go more in depth, but, like, if this guy was known to do a bunch of drugs and, let's say, he was found in a bathtub with drugs. Let's say the people that were there told the EMTs or whoever, yeah, we were doing drugs and this is what happened. Then I think it's kind of open and shut at that. Like, you're not always just – we're not performing autopsies left and right right on every single person that dies.
1: So, number seven, I don't know this person, George Reeves. That's a familiar name. Uh, here's Mm. what we know for sure: TV Superman. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. TV Superman died. TV Superman died from a shotgun or a gunshot. See me. A gunshot to the head in June 1959, Mm -hmm. which ended his reign as the Man of Steel. But from there, things got extremely blurry. In, in part, thanks to the extreme inebriation of the guest at his house that night. Uh, while they claimed to have heard one gunshot, three bullets had been fired from the gun. Police believed he took his own life. But some have theorized that MGM Vice President Eddie Mannix uh, or his wife, Tony Mannix, uh, were involved since Reeves and Tony had, had had an affair.
0: How would he have shot himself three times?
1: Um, it just says that three bullets were shot out. It only one actually hit him.
0: Oh, like he missed twice and went fucking
1: goddamn it. Or he was like, uh, uh and like just try to like get himself riled up. Oh that's uh, others suggest that Reeves fiance, Leonor or Leonor Lemon, uh, shot him accidentally in the end of course. It's all spec speculation. Yes. In the end, of course. In I've the end, of that. course. Oh. I thought there should have been a calm over before, there should. of course. There okay. Should.
0: They fucked up. Okay. It's mojo. Number so.
1: six, Princess Diana.
0: Lots of shit about Princess Diana. Yeah. Lots of shit about
1: Months that. before the Princess of Wales was killed in 1997, car crash along with her boyfriend, Dodie Fayed. Fayed? Fayed?
0: Um, he was... Dodie Fayed. I don't want to try to he pronounce like, his name, but I think he was from. He
1: was like Egyptian or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he
0: was from the Mina area. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, she allegedly wrote a telling letter, worried that someone might tamper with her brakes. Well, we all know what happened after, or as Princess Diana's death in advent inadvertently, my bad, ushered in the age of internet speculation. One theory, according to the claims by Dodi's father or Dodi, I don't know, uh, Muhammad Al Fayed, uh, I don't know. I think it's
0: Al Fayed. Yeah. Okay,
1: uh, is that the M16 and CIA, or MI6? MI6, yeah. And CIA were involved with the potential motive for murder being that Diana had uh, may have been pregnant with Dodi's child, and that. Uh, the two were going to get engaged. The paparazzi f- photographer who was following Diana before her death, James and Danson, um, took his own life shortly after conspiracy theories arose, just one of many oddities about a seemingly straightforward matter.
0: Correlation doesn't have a causation. I think he may have taken his own life just because he would have blamed himself for that because the I think the official story— which again, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not, um, was that they were driving away trying to get away from the paparazzi and it led to a car accident. Um, I think later on they found out that the driver had like alcohol in his system or something like that, which was fucked up. Um, But the thing was that she had...
1: She had some uh, shit
0: with the queen. Well, she had uncovered that Charles, I think, the guy that I think he's the king now, um the woman he's with he'd been cheating on diana with for quite a while and would not fucking stop yeah and so then she's like okay well i'm gonna go be with someone different except to the royal family's i guess dismay it ended up being you know not a white guy because like even to this day when you know uh prince harry went and married Meghan markle and they had a kid like one of the questions that they talked about getting was like what color is the baby going to be and like they felt very ostracized and stuff and like there's like sort of a hint at racism there. Especially back in the nineties, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a fucking thing. Oh, she's dating someone from that time and she's technically still in the family, even though she and Charles aren't together. We still have to keep that image of her being, you know, the because, princess.
1: Because they had children.
0: Yeah. And so she still counts as the, you know, the the princess in this family. And so she gets with this guy and has a kid, then we're gonna have to have you know, non, I don't know, pure blood or whatever the fuck in the family. So I could, you know, again, that's one of those things I could see happening with all the drama surrounding it. Maybe Charles setting her up to die to get her out of the way so he and his mistress could go public. You know, there's lots of shit that went on with Diana. I feel I don't I, usually feel sympathy I, yeah. for like very rich people and right. she was like a rich but person I don't think before she, that.
1: I don't think that, she, I think she was like us.
0: But she seemed like A very like nice nice charitable sweet lady oh yeah um and even though she was mega rich i don't think she wanted to be yeah Yeah, i think
1: she was kind of pushed into that situation
0: yeah so i I feel bad for her
1: kurt cobain we are no this one number five kurt cobain i was waiting on this one (laughs) as a lead singer of nirvana and husband to courtney love kurt cobain earned plenty of headlines in the early 1990s and um deservedly so but if, uh, but it was Cobain's 1994 death that sparked a larger uh, discussion about his personal uh, life. At the uh, time, his decision to take his own life wasn't a complete shock, at least considering the media media's portrayal of Cobain. Yeah. But as new details emerged, theories continued to arise in search of the truth. For example. Take the 2015 documentary Soaked in Bleach, which focused explicitly on the details of his death. Did someone assist in Cobain's death? And was it possible for Kurt to even pull the trigger given his state at the time? We may never know.
0: Yeah, even before that one, there's this British guy who I think he did. Kurt and Courtney was his thing that came out like way before this one you just said. And he also did uh, one called Biggie and Tupac where he he delved into the details around those cases. And they talked to, like, the supposed hitman that Courtney had hired. Um, They talked about how Kurt was, like, writing Courtney out of his will. Um, And was
1: going to take the baby. Yeah, all the drama. And Courtney's, like, on hella drugs and and an alcoholic and shit like that at that
0: point. All the drama between them. Yeah. and then they also talk about the – which, if again, if you just go into, like, the media portrayal of him and, like, caricaturize him in your head, you can be like, oh, yeah, that, that I could see that being Kurt. Um, he had, like, almost, like, more heroin in his system than anyone else in the fucking world has ever had. Right, and then the other thing that's really fucking crazy...
1: Is that it was a fucking, a full-ass fucking... It was a
0: full shotgun, so the the theory is he killed him, he used his toe, pulled the trigger after doing a shitload of heroin that would have rendered someone, like, unable to fucking move. Again,
1: catatonic.
0: Basically, yeah, or at least, like, not know what the fuck, not have the dexterity to put their toe up against the trigger of a shotgun and, like, kill themselves with it, so i don't buy into that the other detail of this case which i'm pretty sure this is documented and it's way crazy that they never looked into it based on this no fingerprints found on the gun yeah okay so why would that be if he because held it, that because fucking, it was a tow gun i get like if he held it somehow right <laughs> he's only pulling the trigger with his thumb so everything else has to be his hands holding the shit up to himself why are there zero fingerprints on the fucking gun so that one has a lot of... Wasn't he of, like... He
1: was like out in a shed or something? Where was he at? He was like in his attic.
0: Yeah. He, had, I think he had like broken out of rehab. Or checked him? himself out of rehab.
1: Who found him?
0: I think they say that... I don't want to... I think they might have said Courtney or someone. Or someone was looking for him because they found out that he got out of rehab early. Like he either checked himself out or he broke out. I can't remember. And so the story is broke out of rehab. And then as soon as he did, he went home, found some heroin, took a bunch of it, and then killed himself. And it's like... And, again, based on, oh, he was the grungy, sad guy who always sang about being depressed. Of course he would do that. When you really look into the details of it, it is hella fucking shady.
1: There are so many documentaries. There's one documentary about, yeah, like you said, the hitman talking about what Courtney Love did in in all of this. Mm -hmm. And... It's very convincing and it's very frightening to think that she still gets to be out there like, you know, uh, not too terribly long ago, but still longer than I'd like to admit whenever Roasted was out and people were... I mean, she was still just a celebrity status they person. They just like, the roast
0: of Courtney Love. Or something and then something she like
1: was on other people's roasts. And it's like...
0: We know why she's famous, she's right? She's
1: fucking dead. Like, she killed somebody. That's just crazy. It would,
0: it would seem to be that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, I allegedly. The other members of Nirvana were like fucking hated her for a long time Dave Grohl in recent years I think has reconciled with her for some reason um, I guess just enough happened that he ended up believing her and not thinking she should be demonized so like they're they're cool with each has other she, now
1: has she gotten clean
0: maybe yeah but I, I yeah, I still lean towards believing those, those theories yeah, me too. there's a lot of facts that
1: back them up number four is Natalie Wood Who's that again? From child stardom to massive massive success uh, as an adult, this late icon never failed to impress, but with fame comes insecurities, and Natalie Wood had a lifelong fear of drowning, which makes her 1981 death even more suspicious. Oh, I remember this. After a night out with her husband, Robert Wagner, and actor Christopher Walken, uh, the actress inexplicably wound up in water off in the water off of Santa Cla- uh, Catalina Island, dead at the age of 43. Yeah. The reportedly, uh, oh my God, with reportedly plenty of drinking and arguing going on that night, one could be led to believe that Natalie fell off the boat, but many think her husband may have forcibly removed her from the situation. The captain seems to know what happened, but is uh, it's likely only Wagner and Walken know the truth. Well, allegedly, that is.
0: Yeah, that that was a weird one. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of arguing. I remember this story now. I know that uh, Christopher Walken was actually like being very – he was just being polite, right? And um, old dude thought that
1: – Robert Wagner?
0: Yeah, Robert Wagner thought like Christopher Walken was either trying to get with her, Natalie, or that they were doing something. And so, like he was like being very confrontational with uh, Christopher Walken, and then I think Christopher Walken got in between them two arguing later. Or You're something talking like to that. me all
1: wrong. And he you was, do it again.
0: And he was like, "Hey, you know, like life's too short, like you know, Paul McCartney style. Life's too short for y'all to be fucking fighting like this." And then again, yeah, later that night, um, she had disappeared, and they ended up finding her in the water. Very fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, again when you're drunk out on a boat you could have fallen off whatever but just the fact that there was all that fighting and shit going on before and it seemed like Robert Wagner was like at the very least emotionally abusive um yeah yeah that's a creepy one
1: Uh, Number three is actually Elvis Presley, which I'll get into something else after this this segment.
0: I hope he actually died. In
1: August 1977, the king of rock and roll was found dead in his bathroom. That's him dying. (laughs) And I can't read very well. And every time you do that, I get tripped the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, Today, he continues to live on through his music, although some take this more literally. In fact, some theorize that he faked his death and that he's actually still alive, as over the years there have been countless claims Elvis claimed Elvis sightings. Mm -mm. A few people even claim he was an alien and just went home. We may never actually know what went down at Graceland, but Elvis did have a few health issues, most notably an enlarged heart. And as you can imagine, prescription drugs... Drug abuse likely didn't help the old ticker. Even so, the king lives through conspiracy theories and all those special people who understand what's really going on. And we're not mentioning the fact that he had a cocaine problem?
0: Not mentioning the fact that he married and impregnated a 14 year old.
1: Well, okay. That's not what this part's about at all. Fuck him. Michael. <laughs>
0: Fuck Elvis. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs>
1: We'll get into more Elvis stuff in a minute. No. Michael, that's all I fucking got for you. (laughs) Or we're just fucking done after this. Number two, Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Just a few months after her famous birthday uh, salute to JFK, uh, an American icon uh, consumed a lethal amount of barbiturates and called it quits. At least that's one possibility. On the surface, it seems that Marilyn Monroe was severely depressed and took her own life. However, some think her overdose was, a- was accidental, while others believe that she may have actually been murdered that evening in, B- in Brentwood. Due to the fact that she ran with an in- interesting crowd of politicians, mobsters, and some real powerful individuals, um, was it Norma Jean herself? Or someone with a motive and opportunity, although no evidence or foul play was found in the investigation, the theories surrounding her death continue.
0: Oh, um, you didn't include the part, and this is gonna, this is sickening. So, uh, if anyone doesn't know or doesn't want to be reminded, probably just skip it like fifteen seconds. Um, a way too extreme amount of time passed between her dying and her showing up at the coroner's office, and there's some theories about what happened to her body
1: in in that time ew Yeah. yeah next John F. Kennedy well here's what we do know Marilyn Monroe did not kill John F. Kennedy and maybe just maybe neither did Lee Harvey Oswald in 1963 the extremely public death of John F. Kennedy altered the course of history extremely public it was and subsequently inspired decades upon decades of conspiracy theories. Given all the, all the documentaries and books written about the ordeal, one could go mad just thinking of all the possibilities. But or was it the CIA, the Soviets, the New Orleans con- contingent? The list of possibilities is endless. Uh, but when you look at the facts, is it really possible that Lee Lee Harvey Oswald, a lone gunman executed the perfect crime or were there larger forces at work?
0: It was the perfect crime. Why would he get caught immediately? (laughs) That doesn't sound perfect. Um, there, yeah, there's a lot going on there. That's one of the things where it's like, even if what has finally come out, like might be true, it's always takes some prying. And it's like, if, if it was so innocuous right why would y'all withhold the information for so long right and like you know movies like JFK go into the magic bullet theory right like oh if it was just this one bullet that came from this direction why does it seem like it went through this guy's body and through the fucking seat and out this guy's arm and into this so um yeah i think aside from the physical details of the case that make it like the official explanation strange there's obviously, you know, as would pop up with any world leader, because of the influence that they have and the the things that they do are automatically big, right? And affect a lot of people, there's gonna be a lot of motives that are talked about. Um, you know, we hear that apparently JFK wanted to move back to the gold standard, right, which would really fuck with, you know, a bunch of people that get Rich off of you know fiat currency and stuff like that it would put an actual like Because gold doesn't depreciate in value, right? I don't I don't think it appreciates either. I'm not I can't remember but like Basically, it would have it would mean that the American dollar if it was backed by gold would be more finite um, and it would be There would be like an official value for it that couldn't fluctuate and so they couldn't you know artificially um inflate or deflate the value of it and use that to up prices and shit like that um after failing to assassinate uh fidel Castro like 600 times i'm not even fucking embellishing there i think it was like 600 604 um i believe jfk was talking about like laying off and just like leaving leaving cuba alone since we were failing over there um so yeah and then you talk about the mob ties and shit like that so there, there, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of motives there, um, n- but there's no real way to tie those to the physical details of the case, other than to just say the official story on the physical details of the case doesn't really add up.
1: Right. So um, that was the top twenty uh, conspiracy theories about celebrity deaths. But I want I I stumbled upon something. This would be the last part of the episode.
0: I'm surprised Eminem wasn't in there. Everyone was that's talking true. about fucking well, Eminem having yeah, a clone. yeah, but they
1: ta- yeah. Besides Avril Levine, though, it's saying like that's the only one that was actually not. He's actually still alive. Yeah,
0: right. Avril Lavigne and Paul McCartney. Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah. Um, so I was on TikTok the other day, as I am, and these videos started popping up of this guy that people believe is um is Elvis Presley today. Um, and, and let me just um, give you a little bit of a. I look like Kenny Rogers. It does look like Kenny Rogers. So so this, man, <laughs> this man's name is Bob Joyce. And he is a pastor and arth- author uh, who has been serving the Lord for over 40 years. He has a heart for people and a passion for preaching the gospel. Bob has been pre- preaching at various churches in the United States and has written many books on the Christian faith. Um, I'm trying to see where he... I, I believe that he's in Mississippi somewhere, but I could be wrong about that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm... Sorry, that said something wild to me. I'm trying to find... Uh, okay, there we are. Um, household of faith church is where he's at now. And that is in Benton, Arkansas. My apologies. Hmm. Um, now where is Elvis from?
0: Uh, I think he's from like Tupelo, Mississippi or something. Okay. Right?
1: Um, so Bob Joyce, I'm going to show you a few pictures of Bob Joyce. Um, and obviously there's going to be like some comparisons. Okay. I don't think that you're going to be fooled very easy on these.
0: Yep. Um, I'm not easy to fool, okay? No, not at all. Except the Bears fooled me into thinking they were gonna kick the shit out of the Packers. I only see, I just, it just kind of looks like looks Kenny like, Rogers. Well,
1: it looks like they blurred this picture onto his face. That
0: too, yeah. No. Oh, he points his fucking.
1: Yeah, but they have a few things like that where they show that he kind of. But to me, it's like the bridge of his nose is different. His eyes are. Like, I feel like Elvis was such a, like, had such an iconic look about him. Like, he had very strong facial facial features, very distinct facial features, and had gotten to, like, 40-something years old, right? So he'd already be dead anyway, is the other thing. Past that, though, um, I feel like we already saw him at an age where he's not going to look completely fucking different. He's just gonna get more wrinkles. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: you can get like plastic surgery and shit to look different. His but teeth aren't the same. At the end of the day, like, I don't know why this is even a theory.
1: So Be, uh, I'll show you why it's a theory. Mary. I'll show you exactly why it's a theory.
0: I remember being a kid, and when I like heard about his, this death, is
1: why it's a theory.
0: I thought it was because he pushed too hard on the toilet.
1: Uh, I think it was. A dead serious dad said it.
0: also say that's johnny cash He's, yeah but what like do you think that
1: sometimes you know sometimes you can kind of tell where the theory started i guess and yeah. that would be in his voice but i think that he also has like a he might have a very like big thing about elvis he might love elvis you know what i'm saying so maybe yeah you know i don't think one just sings like that and doesn't like elvis i'm gonna yeah, be honest with i mean
0: you. yeah sure you know elvis just kind of Elvis and Johnny Cash both, which obviously they were different people, different styles, but they had certain similarities in the way they sang. It came from, like, southern gospel anyway. So if this guy is, like, a southern pastor, it would make sense that when he's singing, you know, his gospel music and stuff that he might take on a similar inflection and a similar way he sings. That's where they got their singing style from.
1: Bob Joyce has come out um, in video In his church.
0: And he said that he is Elvis. He's (laughs) saying that
1: he has never been anything other than who he has always claimed to be, which is Bob Joyce. Uh And it kind of aggravates him a little bit that people are doing this, kind of pushing him in the spotlight. Yeah. But past that, um, uh, even without Bob Joyce, there have been many conspiracy theories that have to do with uh, who could be Elvis. And one of those was Elvis is – Elvis Michael? I have ADHD just like you do, and I need you to either say what's going on with you or stop moving your head back and forth. Well, there was,
0: like, a reflection on the TV that made it look like something was behind you, so I was just looking to see. It might be my head. It's the light reflecting off the scent beads, I think, above the washing machine. It's like in the – so I was like, are you about to get fucking murdered by a ghostie? Yeah, Yeah, sorry. I love how um, I'm quiet whenever that happens, too. Not, so I'm not warning you. They understand.
1: showed like a guy that they're like, could this be Elvis Presley? And it looks so much more like old Dick Van Dyke than it ever looked like Elvis Presley. And then there's another one where they thought that the groundskeeper of Graceland was Elvis Presley, actually. <laughs> He's just keeping an eye on things. Yeah. It's fucking funny. The biggest part of it is that people say that his name is spelled wrong on his gravestone, his middle name. Yeah, is spelled with two A's when it should only be one or something like that.
0: Yeah, his middle name was Aaron with one A, and they yeah. spelled it
1: with two, which that's the biggest thing that people could probably say. They go, "That guy's not real," or that 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 there's not a dead body in there. He's alive, and the other part of it is that his ex girlfriend, ex fiance, ex wife, or whatever the person that he was with when he died, mm. went up to the casket and said that he looked. Like, plastic.
0: Yeah, he did. That's what they do.
1: And he was sweating. No,
0: he wasn't. He was just, yeah, I know. What he the... was
1: perspirating, which dead bodies apparently don't perspirate. And, they but, don't, but, but they wax
0: wouldn't. does. And they look waxy, though. That's that's the thing. So,
1: tell me, Michael, I, I want to know your opinion on this. In all of these people that we've talked about. Yeah. Which one do you think, or which ones do you think could really have faked their death for good reason and you actually would like to believe that or not like to believe that uh they're alive out there but more like you believe that there's a possibility that they definitely could have faked their own death Um, and for good reason
0: if there was any theory that kurt faked his death i'd like to believe it but i would say tupac i would say tupac it would be cool if he was still alive um, and it make, it would make a lot of sense if he knew that there was a plot on his life, you know, and he was pretty paranoid about that due to the fact that he'd already been shot five times yeah. when he was living in New York, which is why he moved to the West Coast. Um, So out of all the theories about, like, people faking their death, I would say that Tupac would make the most sense, and would, I would like to believe that that one is true. I don't necessarily know if I do believe it but I would like to live in a world where Tupac was still alive and well even if he's not making music for me anymore even if he's just like living peacefully in Cuba with that good healthcare that's fine with me he deserves it
1: I think that the biggest one to me to fake their own death I could see being Michael Jackson okay I think that he experienced a lot of trauma throughout his life And uh, I feel like, you know, from all ends. And then on top of that, he is this like music icon who comes after someone like Elvis, who was just as, you know, um, what's the word, Uh, admired. It's like this mega fame over the entire world, right? Mm-hmm. um something that i don't even think someone like taylor swift quite has a hold of um even though she's very famous and very popular i don't think that that you know we put that kind of i think it's oversaturated now first of all but i think elvis and michael jackson had a certain level of unwanted fame okay. where it was like they couldn't do anything
0: yeah, Eminem had a, had, talks about having an experience that's kind of like that. And he almost died the same way. Drug yeah. overdose in the bathroom. Yeah. So,
1: um, it And so I can kind of see where those two would want to kind of break away and have a normal fucking life, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where I kind of, and Tupac as well, but Tupac for a different reason, because I don't think everybody loved Tupac but I think that Tupac had some shit going on in his in in the background. Now
0: he's huge all over the world too. Yeah, for sure. but
1: I think he got more I think he got way bigger after he died. Where Elvis and, and Michael Jackson were big throughout their career. Now he was big already, but I'm talking about like I think he got like mega all o- over the world after his well, death.
0: Yeah, and some of that was due to the songs that came out on the album after yeah. he died. Obviously, like, we just talked about the other reasons why that would be. So, yeah. Right. Same thing happened with Biggie. I mean, Biggie only put out two fucking albums. I don't even know if the second one was out before he died. Um, And, you know, so their names are constantly fucking tied together. You can't bring up one without someone saying, um, and making it, like, a debate. Like, I can't just, like, go into a conversation and say I really like Tupac without someone bringing up Biggie Smalls and comparing them. I'm like, can we not? not I'm only talking about Tupac right now.
1: (laughs) All right, Michael. Well, that was uh, what I got for you for the night.
0: That's good, man. Um, I enjoyed that. I'm glad that some of those things are brought up. I was waiting on them. I'm surprised some didn't get brought up, though. Maybe they fell right out of the top 20. It would be cool to have an honorable like, mention like, section. Yeah, what about, like,
1: Leonard Skinner? Or uh, Prince. Or, or, uh, or what the fuck is his name? I don't Cher's
0: ex-husband. Sonny? Oh, he just fucking smashed Sonny into Bono. a tree.
1: Bono. Um, you think
0: he faked, like, a skiing death to get away from his wife No, but, something?
1: you know, like, Leonard Skinnerd or um, John Croce, like, these people that died in plane crashes. or Jim Croce? Like, yeah, Jim Croce, okay. my bad. Um, or uh, Kobe Bryant.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I guess no, like, conspiracy theories really sprouted up about those guys. Yeah. I haven't seen any, but I know that there's a lot tied to the death of Prince.
1: And XXXTentacion.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. There's some
1: stuff out there that he's not actually dead.
0: Oh, that would be great. Yeah. I'd be happy for him. I think he's dead, though. It is weird, though, because, like, it's been, what, five, over five years since he died. So, it's been, like, six years since Lil Peep died. And they are still having their music, like, music, previously unreleased music, and, like, albums, like, full-on albums, like, put up on YouTube and Spotify. It's, like, how busy were these fucking dudes? Like, they were basically kids. Like, how fucking much music could they have have written? Which is... Probably what leads some people to think, just like with Tupac and his albums kept coming out. Were you really dead? Hmm. Or did you just get no fucking sleep ever and were just only ever writing stuff? You know
1: who's definitely dead and for the stupidest shit ever? Juice World.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, bro. But that wasn't a smart move. That
1: was a very dumb but, thing you to know, do. I'd rather again, go to jail.
0: a fucking kid. What was he, 19 or 20? Yeah. Just like X was. So. Yeah. Sucks.
1: And that's that's the way the cookie crumbles, dog. So uh That is
0: not what you say about somebody's tragic death. That's the way
1: the fucking. Cookie I'm talking crumbles. about the whole podcast episode. <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about <laughs> the juice world. <laughs> I'm talking about the entire episode. It's over now. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Like okay. on Bruce Almighty. Alright, guys. Well, we will see you next time on the Family, family size, size Pod. Are you going to say trogcast No, I couldn't think of anything. Flopcast? Flippity Podcast. flop? I was thinking
0: that when you said, oh, they showed this. Could this be Elvis? I wanted to butt in and say, and they just showed a picture of a fucking skeleton. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I'm tired of you.